Hello everyone and welcome to Needs Today FC. I'm Josh Taylor. And for today's episode, we're going to discuss all the action that happened in NISA this past week. I'll also recap all the U.S. Open Cup drama as all 10 NISA teams participated in the U.S. Open Cup tournament. And I'll make my predictions for match day three in NISA for this weekend's matches. All right, guys, sit back and enjoy the show. And here we go. Welcome to the show, guys. I hope you guys had a great week and have been enjoying all the action across NISA and NISA Nation. Now, I'm going to briefly recap all match day two action in NISA last weekend. So let's start in the desert. Value United FC got their first win in NISA, defeating Albion San Diego 2-1. Jeffrey Otu and Mustafa Troncosco scored the goals for Value United FC. And I watched this game on Friday night. Very entertaining match. Those commentators were pumped up and excited. And I just loved every minute of watching that game. Very thrilling game. Value United FC was up 2-0. And then Albion San Diego scored late. But Value United, you know, congrats to those guys. Uh, finally getting their, their first win. And like I said, I've been impressed with what I've, I've been seeing so far on this team. And I'm looking forward to see what they bring next. They've definitely proven that they've been competitive and they won't go down without a fight, man. That you gotta, can't count Valley United FC out. Now, Maryland Bobcats FC, man, they cruise past Flower City Union with a 6 1 victory. Elijah Amo scored two goals in this match. And then Darren Espinal, they're that man again, free kicks. If you have a free kick to if you give a free kick to the Maryland Bobcats, please watch out for Darren Espinal, man. Because this guy scored another excellent free kick to get a, his second goal of the season. And wow, I mean Darren Espinal making an impact for the Bobcats. And Giancarlo Canas Jarquin, he scored the first goal for Flower City Union. So despite the blowout in this game, Flower City Union. Still made history, as I mentioned. Giancarlo Canas Jarquin scored the first goal in Flower City Union history. Let's go over to the West Coast for a bit. Cal United Strikers FC and Bay Cities FC. That match finished all square in a nil-nil draw. The LA Force, they were idle this past week. And the big match that I was really looking forward to this past week AC Syracuse Pulse against Chattanooga FC. AC Syracuse Pulse was supposed to be a home opener, but unfortunately, it, it snowed. <laughs> and it looked like it snowed a lot. I was watching the highlight or the, or the feed for the game, and I was thinking, are they going to play this game? And they went on air and said, hey, this game's been postponed. No makeup dates been announced yet from the league, but that match has been postponed. So uh, I was really looking forward to that match, but – we're going to have to wait on the Peter Fuller Derby a little longer. All right, let's start with the U.S. Open Cup results for NISA. Let's start in Pittsburgh with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. SC defeated the Maryland Bobcats 2-0. Maryland Bobcats, I think, going to this match, they're 
on high crushing Flower City Union, six to one. But this match was a different story. You know, the Michigan, oh, sorry, Michigan, the Maryland Bobcats try really hard to stay in this match, but the Pittsburgh Riverhounds showing that experience and everything in this tournament. And Toby Sims dominated this match, scoring two goals for the Riverhounds to clinch them the victory and have the Riverhounds move on to the next round. Let's go over to Detroit, Michigan, in the Motor City at Keyword Stadium. Detroit City FC taking on the Michigan Stars FC, old NISA rivals. When I look at the Michigan Stars, you kind of wonder what could have been. They were hanging in there for 30 minutes. It was all looking good. And then all of a sudden, their goalkeeper, Tatenda Rekruva, goes down with an injury. Not sure exactly what happened, but they had to sub him off, and it changed the game. Michigan starts to put their backup goalkeeper in there, and set pieces, set pieces, set pieces. Changed the game. Detroit City FC capitalized on that with a goal just before half from Connor Rutz, and then Matt Lewis had another one to put Detroit City FC up 2-0 just before halftime, and then Connor Rutz scored in the second half. To put this game away, and Detroit City FC will advance to the third round for the first time as a professional club. Of course, before they were an amateur team, but never made it to the third round. And now Detroit City FC is going to make it. Well, let me take on the Columbus Crew. So that would be pretty interesting. Orange County SC defeated the LA Force 5-2. LA Force, man, they just got the blown the doors out in this match. And... Orange County SC, you know, the defending USL champions. Excuse me. They were the defending USL championship champions. And they were just too hot to handle and managed to hang on to win this game 5-2 to two to knock out the LA Force. Now, let's go over to New Jersey. FC Motown defeated AC Syracuse Pulse 1-0. This was an extra time and... Wow, it was a really close game. You, you can tell which way it was going to go. Uh, both coaches were getting at it because I heard on the from watching the game that the announcers mentioned that both coaches got a yellow card. And you know, I mean, Peter Fuller, you can tell he was fired up. Man, he was you know dropping f bombs here and there. It was crazy. It went to extra time, and in extra time, FC Motown, man, wow, Federico de Oliveira. Wide open to score his shot to give FC Motown the lead. And they end up hanging on to win this game for FC Motown. And look, AC Syracuse, they had some chances towards the end of extra time, but couldn't convert on those chances. And for FC Motown, look, going this match, you know, they're playing this game with heavy hearts as their teammate, Sinclair Tuano, who was in an accident last week, and he was in a coma after being struck by a car. They were playing for him. And I heard during the game that the money that was sold for the tickets is going to go to help the, him and his family. So I thought there was a really touching moment for FC Motown. And congrats to them. They're going to go to the third round for the first time as well. Flower City Union, they shut out Western Mass Pioneers 1-0. Flower City Union, they held the possession for like 69% of the match, 
but couldn't score a goal in regulation. So the match had to go to extra time, and Lucas Fernandez scored to give the Union the lead. But in the 110th minute, Marcus Micheletti got sent off for stepping on the back of a downed Pioneers player after a corner kick, and Western Mass Pioneers had a flurry of chances late in the match, but could not convert on those chances, and the Union hang on to get their first win in the U.S. Open Cup. Albion San Diego and San Diego Loyal, the San Diego Derby. Wow, what an entertaining game, guys. And unfortunately for Albion San Diego, they end up in the losing end, losing 2-1. to one. Taylor Cruel scored the game winner in the 89th minute for the Loyal to defeat Albion San Diego. And, you know, the Loyal had the lead going into halftime. Mael Milano scored in the second half to tie the match. And then San Diego Loyal, they got a goal late to seal the deal, and they will advance to the next round to take on the LA Galaxy. Bay Cities FC. Wow. These guys really improved far hard in this game against Monterey Bay FC. And they hang on to defeat them 2-1 to at PayPal Park. And it was a very entertaining match. Basically, took the lead early in the second half in the 55th minute with a goal from Ray Dort. And then Robbie Crawford equalized in the 87th minute. You're thinking it's going to extra time, right? No. Bay City's FC had other ideas because four minutes later, Edson Cardona scored the game winner in stoppage time to send Bay City's FC to the third round. And they also got their first U.S. Open Cup win. Phoenix Rising FC, they defeated Valley United FC 1-0 after extra time. But look, for, for Valley United FC, they held on for like 150 minutes, nil-nil. We all thought it was going to go to penalty kicks. Valley United, man, wow. And Claudio Repetto scored for Phoenix Rising in the 115th minute, and Phoenix Rising FC held on to advance. But look, Valley United FC, you got to give these guys some credit. They get everything they got. And look, this is an improvement from the friendly they played back in February where they got blown out 5-0. So it was a very entertaining game. And for Phoenix Rising FC, this is their first Open Cup win since 2017. And they also limited Valley United FC to just eight shots throughout the entire match. Chattanooga FC. This is probably one of the most impressive performances I've, I, I, I've seen as they dominated Memphis 901 FC 3-1. to And Chattanooga FC scored all their goals in the first half from Alex McGrath, Travis Ward, and Taylor Gray. And, wow, you got to give credit to Chattanooga FC, Rod Underwood, did a fantastic job in this game and took it straight to Memphis 901 FC. For Chattanooga FC, hey, City of Chattanooga's happy, right? Because at least they got one team to get to the third round. The other team, Chattanooga Rebels, lost to Louisville City. So I know we were all hoping for a Chattanooga Derby. Not going to happen. But, hey, the blue side of Chattanooga – they're very happy indeed. And Chattanooga FC, they became the third team 
in Nisa to advance. The final team to punch their ticket to the third round in the U.S. Open Cup is Calgonite Strikers FC. They defeated San Fernando Valley 5-0. In this game, it's basically the Marcus Lee show. This guy made his debut in the U.S. Open Cup at 15 years old, and he scores a goal. Like four minutes in the game, gets a goal. And he also got an assist in the match. And what was so crazy about his getting a uh, goal and assist in this game is that he also has his own supporters group. Like when he got that goal, they're going, this fans are going from the other side of this section and cheering him on and everything. And I'm like, wow, I think this is the first time I've ever seen a player have his own supporters group, not the team, a player. And I just thought that was really awesome. And, you know, congrats to Cal United Strikers FC. As I mentioned, they are now the fourth team to make it to the third round for Nisa. And, hey, look, for Nisa, I think this was probably better than expected. Going into the tournament, a lot of people I talked to were thinking, oh, Nisa, they might get maybe three teams at best. But, hey, they got four teams. I know it's not like all ten teams as they probably would have hoped. But, hey, we got some interesting matchups that I'll get to in a bit later in the show for the U.S. Open Cup in the third round that Nisa's going to have their teams go at against some MLS teams. And it's going to be very exciting to see who is going to get out of that matchup. But, hey, we got four teams, so I hope at least one, maybe two, can make it to the fourth round. All right, let's talk about some news around NISA. So Flower City Union, they announced their opening day attendance for their first home match against AC Syracuse Pulse, and it was listed at 880 fans. Now, I know on social media, some people are freaking out. Some people are like, you know, great job, this kind of thing. And look, guys, for Lord of Inch Soccer, attendance, especially with new teams, it's, it's going to take time. Now, I know Rochester... They haven't had soccer since 2018, so they're kind of in a unique situation. And they got two teams. They got an MLS Next Pro team to deal with as well. Just like, you know, Chattanooga FC and the Chattanooga Rebels got to battle each other out. You know, it's when there's lots of soccer options around, it makes it, you know, very competitive. And I think with Flower City Union, it's going to take some time. I know a lot of teams coming in to NISA or other teams that play in the MPSL or UPSL are going to get compared to, you know, Chattanooga FC or Detroit CFC. And look, those guys have set the standard. Both clubs have been around for a decade. They've had to build those fan bases slowly. And they've set that standard now. And I think for a lot of these lower division clubs, you know, they want to get there. They want to get to that level. I just think it's going to take time. And I think, you know, attendance is something, you know, we can keep an eye on throughout the season. But I think, look, as long as these teams are playing and, you know, reaching out to the communities and, and doing everything they can – Look, I think it's going to definitely improve over time. We'll have to wait and see how it all pans out. Now, former Chicago House AC goalkeeper coach and Chicago State University men's soccer head coach, Trevor Banks, has been named the sporting director and head coach for the Michigan Stars FC. This was announced last week. And look, I know Trevor personally, see him every week at practice when I was shooting photos and 
putting highlight reels for training together for Chicago House Athletic Club. He was always fun to chat with. And look, this is a guy that's obviously had college experience, not just with Chicago State, but also was at Brown University. And he's been in a lot of places coaching soccer, paid his dues, worked his way up. And I'm just very happy to see him now finally get that head coaching opportunity, even though it's with another NISA team. And it's going to be interesting to see what the Michigan Stars and what they're going to do. I know they've announced, you know, a lot of new players and they announced on the returning players like uh, Stephen Yukai returning to the club and everything. And it's going to be interesting to see what the Michigan Stars are going to do. I think it's going to, you know, take them time. As I mentioned in earlier episodes, right now, Chattanooga FC, Maryland Bobcats, that's my top two. AC Syracuse Pulse is probably the third team that's going to make the playoff. But we'll see. Michigan Stars, maybe they can make some noise as well. All right, let's get into the next piece of news, which is the U.S. Open Cup third round draw. That was announced today. Flower City Union, they'll be hosting D.C. United. And for the Union, this is huge. They're going to get an MLS side to go to their house at Rochester Sports Complex. This gives an opportunity to sell a bunch of tickets, hopefully get a lot of fans to come out and support the team. And Rochester, you know, they're going to be hosting a U.S. Open Cup match this time around instead of traveling. So very excited to see what they're going to do. And let's just hope for an entertaining game in that one. San Jose Earthquakes will be taking on Bay Cities FC. Is it too early to put on cup set alert? <laughs> look, Bay Cities, they've been on a, a great run. But look, they're going to play in the same stadium that they just beat Monterey FC, right? So, look, Bay Cities FC, they're very familiar with the layout. They they know the stadium. They've been there a couple times. So, hey, San Jose Earthquakes, better watch out, man. Bay Cities FC, they're definitely not a team to be pushed around. They're going to fight back. So, I'm very excited to look for, forward to this matchup. I know, based on my poll right now, it's like the second, and I know why. But look, I'm just saying, guys, keep an eye on this matchup. I'm telling you, man, this is going to be a good one. FC Tucson taking on Cal United Strikers FC. Okay, Cal United Strikers FC, these guys have the best chance, literally, to get to the fourth round. Now, look, FC Tucson... They're a solid USL League One team. This is a team that, you know, you can't take for granted. This team is going to, you know, keep fighting back and forth. And, and Cal United, they, they can't overlook this team. This is going to be the first Division Three versus Division Three matchup. So I find that very intriguing. And, hey, this is bragging rights now for Nisa, right? You got Nisa against USL in this matchup. So it's very interesting to see how this pans out. But. Kai and I, look, you got a shot. Let's see if they can get it done. And then the final matchup in this draw, Atlanta United will be hosting Chattanooga FC. Oh, man. I'm so excited for this game. This is going to be a really fun game to watch. I know my poll is the top game that everyone is looking forward to see. And, wow, if Rod Underwood can somehow come up with a plan to knock off Atlanta United out of the Open Cup. Last I checked, they're technically the defending champions, right? I know we haven't played the Open Cup the last couple of years, 
but they did win the last tournament back in 2019. So if they can knock out the defending champions, wow, this would be a major cup set for sure. But I'm looking forward to these matchups. And like I said, hopefully Nisa will get maybe one or two teams advancing to the fourth round. All right, everyone, let's start off with my Nisa Nation whip around. And let's take a look around all the action that happened in Nisa Nation this past week. Let's start in the Northeast region. Boston Athletic Club SC defeated Albion SC Delaware 1 0 in their opening matchup. Allentown United FC defeated Atlantic City FC 2 0. And the defending champions, New Jersey Alliance FC, got a 2 1 victory over Alicos USA Rush. The Northeast region just started, but we have a three-way tie for the lead with Allentown United FC, New Jersey Alliance FC, and Boston Athletic SC all on the top, sitting at three points. Let's take a look at the Southwest region. FC Golden State crushed Valley FC Raiders 5-0. Sporting ID 11 and Oaks FC got a 0-0 draw. And the Las Vegas Legends, after a hot start, they lost to Capo FC 4-2. Now, as I mentioned, Las Vegas Legends were off to a good start, but now they only have seven points, and they only have a three-point gap between them and FC Golden State Force, who is sitting on four points, while Capo FC is in third with four points. Let's go on to sunny Florida. In the Florida region, Atletico Orlando shut out Inter United FC 2-0. And Atletico Orlando had another matchup this past week where they got another shutout, 2-0 against Winter Haven United FC. Now, Atletico Orlando is currently on cruise control as they lead the Florida region with nine points after three matches let's look at this weekend's matchups on saturday inter united fc will be hosting deportivo lake mary atletico orlando they'll be hosting orlando lions rfc but i noticed on the nisa nation website they it says on there that they're listed as club de leon fc not orlando lions so notes it's club de leon FC. Allentown United FC will be hosting Union SC. FC Golden States will be hosting Las Vegas Legends. So it'll be a big matchup there, especially because if FC Golden State wins, they'll be tied with the Las Vegas Legends for first place in the Southwest region. And then on Sunday, we got two matches in Nisa Nation. New Jersey Alliance FC will be hosting Albion SC Delaware. And then Alicos FC USA Rush we hosting Atlantic City FC. All right, guys, for my final thoughts before we close out the show, I'm going to make my predictions for match day three in Nisa. On Saturday, we got Flower City Union hosting Michigan Stars FC. Now, Michigan Stars FC, as I mentioned earlier, their goalkeeper, Tatuna Makruba, got injured 
and I don't know if he's going to play in this match. I would maybe expect that he's probably going to be a game time decision for Coach Banks. But I'm going to lean towards Flower Scene Union getting a 2-1 win at home and winning in front of their fans and getting their first win in NISA. Next matchup on Saturday, we have Maryland Bobcats FC hosting AC Syracuse Pulse. It's going to be interesting with these clubs playing this weekend because they just played a midweek matchup for the U.S. Open Cup. So you have to wonder, you know, fatigue, that's going to play a factor in things. Maybe some roster rotation, especially between Maryland Bobcats and AC Syracuse Pulse. But I think with the Maryland Bobcats FC being at home, and AC Syracuse having to play extra time, I'm going to lean towards Maryland Bobcats FC getting a 1-0 win at home. Now let's move on to this next matchup, Bay City's FC hosting Valley United FC. Now this is a real tricky one for me, guys, because, you know, Bay City's FC, they've been on good form. They got two draws in their first two NISA matches, and they just beat Monterey Bay FC. So you're thinking it's going to be a letdown, right? And Valley United is just going to roll in here and just blow the doors out. But I, I just I just don't sense that in this matchup, guys. I really think that, I mean, especially because Valley United FC, they also had an extra time matchup as well, just like AC Syracuse Bulls. And they got to travel for, you know, an away match. So I think it's going to be a close game. Close game, but I think Bay City's FC is going to pull this one out 3-2 and get their first win in NISA at home. All right, and for this last matchup, Albion San Diego hosting LA Force. Both of these teams are coming in this match after a loss in the U.S. Open Cup. But I think even though they have an extra day, I think this game is going to end in a 1-1 draw. And that is my predictions for match day three in the NISA League. All right, everyone. Well, that will conclude today's episode of NISA Day FC. If you have any feedback, comments, or suggestions, you can direct message me on Twitter at JT underscore Taylor 88. If you like the show and want to keep up with all the latest updates, you can follow us on Facebook at Nisa Today FC. We're also on Twitter at Nisa underscore Today FC and on Instagram at Nisa underscore Today FC. Well, you guys enjoy this weekend's matchups. Stay safe. Have a nice weekend. And I'll see you next time.